Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Well, welcome to Lady Journey, everybody. Lady Journey. Oh, Lady Journey. It's a hot one. I had to put the fan on today. So if we get like an 80s every now and then, there's a breeze to our hair. I love it. the fan. I'm rocking my natural flip today as always. I love the flip. It is. It has come back. I feel like every time I get my hair cut, I'm like, I got rid of it. And then I'm like, no, I didn't. (laughs) It's back. It's back. (laughs) It's fully back. My hair is back. Yes. Um, What is our, oh my gosh, I'm so excited about these topics. This is going to be great. Um, you start because I want to hear you talk about everyone knows that you were just in a film. I was in a film. It's Which, really may I say that I was in it also. But Katie I was, was in it. I was cut. And you know what? Joe regrets <laughs> that your part was cut. Because now when he here's the thing, when we were watching it, there was a lot of I was watching it with one or two people in the room. Mm-hmm. And one was Joe. And most of us were thinking the show was more heart than mm-hmm. fart. But mm-hmm. when we were in the theater, because it was so character driven, Things were a lot funnier, which was great Mm -hmm. because it was relatable Mm -hmm. that we realized we probably or not we because I have nothing to do with the creative process. I just want to clarify that. Yeah. Um, That Joe realized he would probably wanted to put more funnier stuff in there. And Mm. one one was yours. Yeah. Yes. Um, That makes me feel better. Yes. Vindicated. Well, Uh, it was in the credits at least. Well, I have to tell you when there was viewings of it before it was released, um, a lot of most of the New York stuff was cut. Yeah. And because the note was get them to the house. Yes. Um, so there's the movie Fourth of July. I think by the time this comes out, hopefully it might be streaming, but it could be still in theaters and it's doing really well. And I had a small part in it um, that directed the film into the plot point yes yes and your character was gorgeous and your acting was fantastic I thought I was it was very a different version of you that I've ever seen before because I I was kind of like I don't know what really what I was expecting I wasn't either but I had to be vulnerable yeah and share a thing that's also kind of in our world I think a lot of couples relate to no spoilers no spoilers (laughs) um but I did get fortunate on the day of the shoot and I don't know I knew I had to do an emotional scene yeah and uh I had a thing if I see a loved one in pain it makes me sad and so I was basically just reacting off of that yeah yes and I also think I'm always kind of on the verge of tears if I start going into talking about stuff like yeah if we, if you ask me what's going in my life, or you pick up on something, I will start bawling. Yeah, because yeah. you just get that that vulnerability of being fully seen by somebody and like something that's painful. I feel yes. the same way where I'm like, you noticed, <laughs> you noticed. Start, Joe will be like, why are your eyes watering? And you're just like, something was said and made me go into a memory. Yeah, like triggered, triggered, been uh, there. So. It was triggering. Yeah. Yeah. But, but in a good way. Your performance was so fantastic. And I, I, I of course, went to the premiere. Yes. And you had an you had an excellent outfit. Thank you. You had you you did um jeans, oversized white tee, black blazer, and black strappy sandals. And I was loving it. I was like, I'm so here for your outfit. I went basic. It was basic, but it was chic. It was very Thank understated. You. Well, my inspiration, I'm glad that you didn't notice. Yeah. 
because I did try to put in some thought. I was like on a budget, so I went to J. Crew. J. Crew's been kicking ass lately. Their new yeah. creative director has a lot of great stuff. They're so overpriced, but all their stuff goes on sale. Yeah. So um, and their stuff lasts forever. I will say that it's well made. Yes, it's good stuff. So I. Yeah, I bought some shirts there, and I knew I had jeans, and then I remember strappy sandals, and I just went on what I like in the blogs. Mm -hmm. And then the creative director has been rocking, and we will get to this in a later episode, but um, bracelets or jewelry that I liked, so I copied her look. Love it. I was inspired by her. I think her name's Olympia Gayo. I want to start following her, because I feel like I definitely need new some new outfit inspirations. Yes. And also they, so I bought a bracelet that was on sale there that I rocked. And then, yeah, I, I just put into pieces that I thought were like in the J crew world that I, and also cause I was another lady journey. I was packing for several kinds of trips. I went mm -hmm. for the premiere and then we went straight to Montana for like summer vacation. Mm -hmm. So I had to make sure my, that stuff that I wore that night I could wear. Yeah. Versatile. With shorts. Yes. Yes. I so love I, it. you had to put thought into it. Um, but yes, the the sh premiere was great. And then this goes into the thing of like my journey is lowering your expectations because, boy, you can yeah. get really into your fantasy world. Like thinking that people I, you know, in your mind, you're thinking I'm, it's going to be like a star is born. Yes. I get off stage and there's yeah. managers and agents that are just like we I, I got we got to do lunch, babe. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're going to make you a star, kid. <laughs> You're like, when does that happen? I've been in this business for 20 years. Nobody, I don't, I'm just speaking. I'm, maybe it's happened to other people. Yes. But in the movies, you go into that world like you're just going to be like, here's my business card, like people. And you're like, Ugh. I got to get on the van. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Nothing happens. Yeah. You just enjoy the moment. But I'm saying lower your expectations. And this is really what I say to myself. You do what you want to do. But it really helps me to be like, nothing will happen from this. Nothing's going to happen. And I will go on to the next yes. project. Yes. And now I have something I can put in my reel. And uh, maybe something will happen. But it's never in that moment. And it's, it is so... Uh, it's so intoxicating to delude yourself in that possibility, that moment of possibility. And I get that someti sometimes when I do like big auditions where I'm like, just go on a full mind journey <laughs> of fantasizing. Like this is the role that catapults me. And you hear all of these stories in the, the of course, these are the ones that like live rent free in your mind of like the big break, which is like kind of an illusion. And then when you get, you inevitably get the rejection, it just all comes crashing down. Yes. And I, I can also get this way if I decide on a whim to play the lottery. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> there is the feeling you get of that, like, I mean, people win. People win. I like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. We've seen it. Why can't it happen to me? That's what I feel like that's what you're actually buying when you yeah. play the lottery. You're buying feeling like it could be you for yes. a couple weeks. And it really, you know? to have a feeling of hope, I actually think is fun. Of hope is so fun. But weird, hope is really weird because I do think it can turn. Yes. You go, you go, there's a fine line between hope and just delusional 
optimism. Yeah, because th- there'll be a moment like you do your audition and you know that you should probably, if you got something, expect within three days. Yes. But what ends up happening sometimes with hope for me, it will turn into delusion. Yes. Being like. Uh, a month later, I'm like, I could have gotten it. <laughs> they <laughs> Maybe probably they're still sitting on that information. And yet <gasps> SNL is airing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You never know. You never know. But yeah, you do. It really can turn into. um, It's a form of self-sabotage. It is. Yeah, because you want to ride out that good feeling and you want to keep it. But then you end up sabotaging yourself. It turns sour. Yeah. And I've had that and I try to it uh, not go that way. So I just say, cut it, cut the hope off. Cut the hope off. Lower the expectations. And also, I've always said this, especially in our business, you don't ever get a no. It's true. And it's I, true. And I have to say one of the nicest things that you can get in this business is a definitive no. Yes. Because it allows you to it abruptly accept what has happened closure closure yeah yes it's Instead like a breakup you're like now I'm not wondering if you're fucking my friend yes. and so it allows you to move on to the next project and yep. not live in that delusional sourness yes yeah I have a similar thing because my birthday is coming up yeah and I'm a cancer obviously <laughs> Everything about me. I meet other cancers. I'm like, I knew I liked you and hated you at the same time. Yes. What is happening? Yeah. yeah. And and so I do get this with my birthday every year. I'm always like, this is my year for an extravaganza. <laughs> and it's, it's like the fact of the matter is planning and, and throwing a huge, fabulous birthday party is unpaid labor. That I am not willing to do. It's an internship. Yeah, it's an internship. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> that is a Lady Journey quote. Yeah. And it's, a, it's like, I'm not willing to do that on top of also like living my life and then relaxing and having like, I had, I had a party for my 30th birthday. Have I told this story on here before? We're now at the point in the podcast where everything I am saying, I think I've said a thousand times. I know. Absolutely. But go for it. Cause we're going to touch, let's call it touching base. We'll touch base for my 30th birthday party. I I um, got a space. I threw a comedy show. I had my friends. Um, I baked six pies, which was insane. <laughs> I transported them to the venue in a car, which was expensive. Then we do the show. It's poorly attended. It sucks. Um, my friend at the time was hosting. He was nuts. He yeah. was going nuts. He was secretly getting me a cake. I didn't realize, but he just kept showing up to to bring the next person up sweating. He was running to the bakery. I'm like, what's happening? The show sucked. Everybody left at the end as I was going on. None of my true friends came. I had a, I, that's not true. I had a couple true friends come to the party, but it was mostly like comedy acquaintances that I was like, oh, I guess this is a networking. This has turned into a networking event somehow. And then it was about midnight. Um, the party was dying down. I went upstairs to just like say goodbye to some people. I came back. The door was locked. They had thrown my uncut beautiful cake into the trash. And that was how my 30th birthday ended. And I just took the train home. Like, And I was just kind of just softly crying. I have always thought most birthdays and any also any event that you put high expectations on. Yeah. 
always goes sour. It always Something happens. Yeah, yeah. It's, you put too much time and effort into it. And that's why I just feel like for, for now on, like maybe when I turn 40, I'll have a party. But like just dinner. Yeah. Dinner is the way to go. Not planning a thing with friends. Not doing a trip. Not even really doing a whole day. Just like a birthday dinner. If you can come, that's great. But if you can't, don't worry about it. Forget it. Forget it. Yeah. I've all also been into the mindset. Like, I would do shit like that. And then as the years progress, you realize you've spent hundreds of dollars. Yes. Yeah. Nobody really appreciates it. So now I'm like... We're getting a fucking pizza. Maybe I'll make a salad and then I'll buy candy and that's your dessert. That's your dessert. I'm yeah. not baking a full cake. <laughs> yeah. Birthdays. Birthdays are such an emotional day, too. I think especially for women because you have this fantasy this like fiction of like this is a day where like everything's gonna go perfect and I'm gonna have a great day and it's gonna be about me and and people are gonna celebrate me and used to get like all those Facebook posts when you know before it was like uh off-putting to be on Facebook (laughs) and and now it's just kind of slowly just realizing that like my life is just like everyone else and I have to be okay with it. Yeah. I have to be okay with it. And there's something I think comforting in that. I don't want to go to like a pessimistic place of like, I don't even acknowledge my birthday, you know? Yeah. I, Cause I kind of get annoyed with those people. I, I do too. Where, where oh, you're like, you're, Oh, it's your birthday. They're like, I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah. I don't want any print. You're like, did you think we were going to like blow you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like, still enjoy your birthday. Enjoy your birthday. I do feel like the people that don't celebrate their birthday, there's a slight... I still think it's a weird self-centeredness to that, too. It is. It's a narcissism of being like, well, I'm the guy that doesn't do anything. (laughs) Ooh. So edgy. Yeah. Serious. (laughs) Like, yeah. So edgy. Yeah. It's eye-rolling. I'm like, just fucking be like hey i'm gonna be here if you guys want to come hang out i would love it if no you big could deal. but no biggie yeah. if you can yeah absolutely i i don't know all of it it's a you gotta you gotta find a middle ground with with the birthday with the expectations where it's like you don't want to sabotage by being like i'm an asshole no <laughs> yes. one loves me but at the same time it's not like a, a birthday terrorism yes. where there's a whole week about you and you're calling on your loved ones to enable your horrific behavior i know and especially like as you get older everybody has like more and more obligations so i never want to put anyone out yeah um yeah. it's because you're, I mean, how many people, I feel like I have friends that are going to weddings, baby showers every weekend. And I'm like, you got to say no. You got to say no. It's too many. You're, I'm like, you have to have your own life. Yeah. 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 Send just, a gift. Yeah. Like, and let people enjoy themselves. Yeah. Lady Journey has an awesome new sponsor called Manscaped. Manscaped is a men's grooming business and they've sent us some of their awesome products. Uh, some of my favorites are the Weed Whacker. And we've got a lovely little kit. Inside we have the lawn mower. We've also got some of their signature products. We have um, the Crop Reviver. Ooh, this is a ball toner. Crop Preserver. This is a ball deodorant. This is a gorgeous, I actually love this. I I would carry this for myself. The little travel bag. Um, So everything fits perfectly inside. And then you even get little free package of boxers. So check out Manscaped. They're a fabulous company. We love their products and we have a code. Use the code MANJOURNEY, M-A-N-J-O-U-R-N-E-Y, 
for 20% off. I'm really excited about my journey because as you know, I've told you this, um, I had to pay $3,000 to join the Screen Actors Guild. Yeah. And of course, in the last episode, I was also talking about how you end up going out and you think you're going to spend like $40 and then with the tip, you want to take care of everybody. And then it ends up just kind of spiraling out of control. So I've been like really kind of pulling back financially just to kind of cope with not necessarily that I'm feeling even the effects of the inflation, but it does feel like we're in a time where we want to be a little bit more as a society money conscious and in case of like, you know, who knows like what's to come. Yeah. So when I try to save money and these are my quote unquote money saving tips, I, I never do the thing of like, don't buy coffee or like, don't, you know, don't eat out. I like to go to the abundance mindset. And I've talked a little bit about it on here before, but I just try to think about like, what's the reason that I am spending money? Am I, do I, do I desperately need to buy this silk top that's $80 that I found on Poshmark that I'm like, eh, my finger, my trigger fingers like itching, you know? Or is it like, actually I'm feeling kind of like bad about myself and I just feel that I need to only wear silks now to be respected by my peers <laughs> yeah I'm like that with beauty products where I'm like well, I know well I can always go into CVS and get a mask and then I know they don't do anything they don't do anything and and when you have the extra money and you're just in the mood to be like I'm treating myself I'm wasting a little money like that's good but right now I'm going I'm conserving my finances. And so I'm, I do like a few little things. Like one thing I do is like, if I start to try to buy something, I repeat a mantra. All I need is all I have. Yeah. All I need is all I have. And I just kind of start repeating that to myself. And the more you say it, the more you kind of get in a habit of realizing that you actually don't need new things. Yeah. I have my mantra is, do I need this or am I filling a void in my life? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw another guy too who was talking about, he's like very minimalist. He was like, this is what I do. And I feel like I have brought this up on, on the podcast before. Cause I do love, I do love minimalism aesthetically and ideologically. He was like, if I really want to get something, all I do is I just wait 24 hours. Yeah. I think that's always a good one. Like I only buy things that I still I know I'm obsessing over it for weeks and I'm going on the blogs and looking at the photo of it again and again yeah. and again. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that's great because like it, th- this way you're not denying yourself, but you're n- breaking the pattern of impulse purchase. Yeah. Well, that's like because um, we're we'll talk about this later, but uh, I'm uh, obsessed about this one piece of jewelry and the going price for it is twelve hundred dollars. Yes. And I'm like, that's just crazy, even though. I could do it, but it would be ridiculous, and Joe would actually probably be concerned. Because <laughs> it's not, I know. it's completely, it would be a red flag in our relationship of being like, you can't, what are you doing? Like, you don't need that. But I try to go find knockoffs of it. Because yeah. if it's just like a me- metal piece, I can find something that will fit in that genre. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, sometimes you find, like, if I'm looking, I'm like, oh, I really like those black sandals or whatever and I'm like I actually they're not the exact thing but I have black sandals that are in that genre of shoe yeah it will still do the outfit that I want to do but it won't be that exact thing yes yeah and I do feel like sometimes when you buy something new I get like a little confidence boost especially if it's like you know a new outfit or you know even if 
people aren't going to notice that I have a new pair of shoes or like what, whatever. And I'm not talking about like necessarily, um, keeping your wardrobe up to date. I think that's important, you know, but, but like when you see something, you're like, I really, really want that. And if I get that, that's going to make me feel good. Yeah. But you can also create the same thing if you, um, take the time to like embody the abundance mindset of being like, Oh, actually I already feel good. Cause all I need is all I have. Yeah. And oh I, my God. Yeah. And I love that too for like, like I was saying, um, gamifying savings. Like my friend does like a little thing and I've kind of done this too. And I really like it. Like how little can I spend in a day? Yes. And that way, if you're like, if you have something that you want where you're like, I want to get a cup of coffee, you're not like, you know, depriving yourself. You're like, I sp- only spent $5 today and I, I nailed it. Absolutely. I used to have that, the gamify that I would have. There was years ago, I got a credit card that let me look at my credit score every month or give me up to date and it really helped me work towards getting my credit score up Mm. and that was really fun to watch and I know it sounds so lame but then I got my dad involved who was also really bad with money yeah and shopping and he was like we were both like what's your credit score this month oh that's fun yeah yeah I was it mine started off low but it was and then I would it was exciting to see it go high like get higher it only does it in like increments of 30 or maybe 20 points a month or something but I would get bummed if I got Sometimes you just forget and do a late payment. But yeah. That would be my gamify. And then when I, I just recently did True Bill, an app, and that one lets you know you're exceeding, your spend is in, spending is exceeding your income. Oh, I didn't know that they did that on that app. Yeah. See, that's, that's Those are gamifies for me. Yeah. When you, it's so hard to be like sitting down and like writing out a budget and I've never been able to do it. No. But I can be like, ooh, instead of, I mean, we're in New York City, so like grocery bills can be expensive, but I'll, I'll be like, I went to this great fruit cart that I love and instead of getting you know, going to the more expensive grocery store, I just made do with what I had. Yeah. And I spent $80 instead of a hundred on the grocery this month. And, and I actually didn't notice and I didn't feel like deprived of food. No, I wasn't just like dipping into the grocery store. And like, sometimes I do this, like I'll go into whole foods as it's closing and it's just like supermarket sweep where I'm like (laughs) dates, chocolate. I'm just like operating from like a fear mindset of like not having enough. And it's like, uh, I think I have enough food. Yeah. My entire kitchen is like stocked. Like I'm good. I know there are times like where I'm like, I don't have anything to eat. And we're like, no, I actually can make something. I have rice and I have some tomatoes and I have onions. Yes. And like you're like I can make a meal out of this or sometimes if I just have cheese and tortillas I'm like quesadillas quesadillas and that's what the abundance mindset is all about where it's like you have not only do you have enough you have so much like your cup is over overflowing yeah it, you have more than you think you have that's I always joked about that years ago we were talking about I was at an apartment that I, or a house that I shared with three other people and we were just like getting it ready to move in and painting it and we were like talking about being poor and I'm like yeah but you do realize that we have like a tv in each room yeah yeah like it's so crazy where you're like we're not that you're not that well or like you're doing financially well if you have three tvs you have three tvs you have a toilet yeah well my favorite quote of RuPaul I love RuPaul quotes you really should he's a guru it's absolutely and he has a great book and I forget what it's called, but I would, it's just read it in an hour. Yeah. And the quote was your health is your wealth. 
And it I, truly is. it truly is. And I feel like nothing makes me feel better. Like you could be wearing, it's like, we talked about this a little bit in the last, um, couple episodes ago where it's like, um, you know, you're 22, you're wearing a, a sack. Yeah. You look amazing, you know? And it's the same with like, you know, you feel good yes. and allow your good feeling and your gratitude for your health to just make you feel like, I, I mean, if you're sick, that's a hundred thousand dollars down the drain. You're and already up a hundred grand. You can't do anything. I remember saying that like, I always felt safe knowing that I am in good health. That's why I'm a very big proponent of like staying healthy, like eating well, eating and, well yeah. and not overindulging and stuff. Because if you're healthy, you can always make money. And I know it sounds maybe ignorant and maybe privileged. It depends on where y- you live, but like you can always wait tables and get some yes. cash like yeah you can you can do you can find little areas to make extra money and you can only do that if you have your health and it's one of the things we take for granted the most I feel like yeah we well, don't you don't think about it um I there's a quote that Joe always says because I had extremely horrific back pain about a month ago and all you want, you don't care about anything else in the world, is yeah. to be better. You and don't care about the new scarf. <laughs> <I know>. You <laughs> like, just want your I back want to my be better. life back. Yeah. yeah. And so it does put, go through extreme amount of pain and it will. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you should do. Hurt yourself. <laughs> Hurt yourself. And then you'll stop spending. Exactly. You just want. If you want to spend, like, that's how funny if we were like, <laughs> cut yourself. Cut yourself. <laughs> it's fine. The new lady, we're like teal swan now. <laughs> this is our method. But I do think, like, a lot of spending, and I think this for me, but I think this is for everybody. It's almost like emotional eating on a level where it's like, you're spending, like, when I go out and buy coffee, it, yes, I want to have a cup of coffee. But it's, like, more for me about, like, treating myself and kind of spoiling myself in a little bit. And it is easy for it to get out of control there's this thing that I learned called the Diderot effect have you ever heard this no so it's based on this guy he was a French philosopher his name was Diderot he was like very brilliant because he had come up with an encyclopedia but he was very poor and it was like his daughter's wedding or something and the queen gave him some money so anyway he ended up he had what would be the equivalent of like 50 grand which you're like okay that's not Nothing. It's not a hu- you're not wealthy, but yeah. So he buys like he decides to buy himself one new thing. He buys a robe, and he's like, yes. But then now he's like, well, like my whole house looks like shit. But I have this nice robe. So then he gets like a new rug, and then you have to get a new couch. And yeah. it's just like that is such an easy thing to fall into. And I feel like I've been falling into it a lot the past year where I'm like, I want to update my wardrobe. Okay, well I got a new suede skirt. Now I need shoes. Now I need earrings. Yeah. Now I need this. More or like, money, more problems. More money, more problems. And that's, I think, what happens to people that win the lottery where you win it and then you have no money like a year later because you just were like, well, I got a pool. Now I need to get yeah. the lawn chairs. I think about that, too. Like, you know, Jonah will you know, go on vacation and you, you're like, we should, you know, we want to have a home. But then I'm like, if we have a like get a home outside of here it's furniture you have to buy for that home. And yeah. I'm like, that's an expense that you, we don't, we're not thinking of at this moment. You have to invest in a whole cottage core <laughs> lifestyle <laughs> for your home upstate. It's like, you got to buy new dresses. Yeah. yeah. And Bonnets. Like, that's where I get like, just, can we just Airbnb? 
Yeah. I'm like, are we really going to a place? Are we even three hours? I always want to go up the Hudson Valley, which is a lot easier. I've never done it, really. I did it once to Storm King Center or whatever that art place. Storm King, yeah. It was a pain in the ass to get to. Yeah. It's not happening. I remember I went there, too. I was like, this is hot, and all the art pieces are very far. (laughs) You're, like, riding the trolley. You're like, where where are we? But that's the thing too. It's like I I love I I'm definitely like all for spending money. I'm I love consuming. I really do. Oh, it's my favorite. I love consuming, and I and I feel like we talk about like that stuff on the podcast too. But I also it's like a reason for the season. Yeah. And right now I am going into like a more financially conservative time, and I'm doing it from a mindset of like I love it. I love this for me. Oh yeah. Well, it makes you feel better, and I have that aspect too of like. I don't do Grubhub that much anymore because I never it's do it. yeah. so expensive. It spirals out of control. I think the last time we did it, we were like, did we spend $80 on a pizza and a salad? Yeah, where you're like, I could have just walked because a lot of the time these places are They're a right block there. away. They're right there. You can go pick it up and yeah. save yourself actually $30. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, saving money when you start – like it's like anything where you start to like develop the awareness of it it can be like fun yeah so that's my journey that I'm on and I hope that people feel inspired especially as we're you know the gas is like going through the roof and the there's a lot of fearful news about like inflation and like the tips for surviving inflation are like make sure you have a savings it's like what what who has that and also a savings doesn't do shit it doesn't it's it's depreciating that's what it's doing (laughs) i have a whole rant it's so depressing i'm like the offer the interest rate on it is like embarrassing yeah it's goofy it's goofy so hopefully you guys all enjoy um your summer having a light summer i think a summer is a fun time to do free things too because there's free things in the park going on a walk i'm all about the hot girl walks this summer and you know what i did recently i was doing my um i was doing my seminar for my comedy climate cohort which if you'll remember i I did that recently it was in a hotel so i go outside in the lobby of the hotel there's a free pop-up and if you're in the new york city area go online and search free pop-ups because brands this brand went all out it was the magnum chocolate bar always felt the name was inappropriate i know never loved it do you know what else is out there i know it's like the exact (laughs) shape as the condom yeah Yeah. (laughs) but they had magnum um ice cream bars and nails so i got like a full bag of high quality nail polish i got free ice cream i got free champagne and just because it was an event and i went and i waited in line for like two minutes so it's like that's a fun way of I think really embracing the saving, you know, like going into like a more financially conservative period in your life or like I used to do when I was broke. I, my big hobby was like Craigslist free stuff. Yeah. I would just go like pick up some masks from a lady's house and be like, I just made $10. I you love know? that. We also have a friend. Our friend Jason Canner does this thing in the city. He, it's so crazy. He has a spreadsheet of all the great happy hours. Oh, that's great. So it's like if you're going out in the evening with friends, just go try to find a place that actually has good happy hours. Yeah. Instead of doing, you know, the full bargain and then it's kind of fun to check out a new place. Make it fun. Yeah. And so before we go, I want to say this is something so important because we are actually having our very first live Lady Journey podcast. It is September. Oh, no, it is not. 
Okay. It is August 20th. Yes. Just testing everyone to make sure they were listening. August 20th in St. Louis at the Helium Comedy Club. The tickets will be available on our website, and we're having a really cool, awesome special guest. It's going to be Nikki Glazer. Yes. You may know her from... Fuckboy Island. Fuckboy Island. Dancing with the Stars. Her own reality show on E! And Netflix. Netflix. She's got, so She's we're, killer. Really excited. If you're in the St. Louis area, please um, send us an email. Let us know that you're coming. We're really excited, and we do have ticket codes that we'll be offering. Yes, and then also remember, if you're in our $20 tier, uh, you do get a free ticket. Yes, if you're in our $20 tier on Patreon, you will get a ticket anytime we are in your city. So yes. if you're a St. Louis person uh, and you want to join the Patreon, even if you join it for a month, that will pay for your ticket. Yeah, so Lady Journey. Lady Journey.